May God, who has begun the good work in you, bring it to completion. St. Paul uses those words in his letter to the Philippians today, and those same words are spoken to a young man when he's ordained a priest. There's a point in the rite of ordination where the young man approaches the archbishop who's sitting in front of the altar, and he places his hands together, and the bishop wraps his hands around the ordinand's hands. And the bishop says to the ordinand, do you promise respect and obedience to me and to my successors? Hopefully the young man says yes. And then the bishop says, may God who has begun this good work in you bring it to completion. And in that, and in the words of St. Paul, there's the acknowledgement that something good has been given here and now. But it's not yet what it should be. That there's still a time of waiting, still a time of growth before what is given comes to its fulfillment or to its completion. And really, that's where we're at in Advent and that's where we're at in the Christian life in general. Is that we have been given something good. Christ has already come. We're not waiting for him to appear. Christ has been born. But the fulfillment of what he promised hasn't yet come. His second coming we still await, as we reflected on last Sunday. The Christian life, we have been given the gift of eternal life through our baptism. But that hasn't yet been brought to its fulfillment, to its completion. And so the time in between is this waiting which is what Advent is intending to prepare in us and to revive in us, this waiting. Like we, we can think of that kind of tension from a lot of experiences in our life. It's the same tension of the child who wakes up on Christmas morning but is waiting for mom and dad to wake up so they can open their gifts. Christmas is here. They don't have to wait for Christmas anymore. But the fulfillment, the completion of that celebration, they're still waiting for. Or for those who were farmers this fall, it was a fairly good year for growth of crops. They had received good growth, the right kind of weather, so their crops grew well. But then they were stuck in this period of waiting because of our miserable fall weather to complete the harvest. And so they had this waiting period in between, seeing the gift they had been given, but it wasn't yet complete. Or it's a mother who's pregnant with a child, and that she, her motherhood has already begun from the moment of conception, but there comes a time where the mother says, all right, time to get out, because the fulfillment is only coming in the birth. The gift is already given, but it hasn't yet come to completion. Or sometimes when I'm talking with seniors, I say, God, why hasn't my time come yet? So many of my friends and my family have already died, and yet I'm still here. When's my time? This waiting, this tension of a gift that's already given, but not completely yet. And that waiting is hard to do. And we're not very good at waiting. A couple of weeks ago, my brother and sister-in-law decided that they needed to replace their couch because it was quite wrecked. 
and the in-laws are coming for Christmas, so they had to make their house perfect. So they came across this great deal at Ikea. I think these two chairs, these wing-backed chairs, were like 60% off. So my brother trekked out from St. Albert all the way to South Edmonton to Ikea the day after Black Friday. And I think Ikea opened up at 9, and he was there at about 8.35, 8.40, sitting in his truck, waiting for the store to open. And he started to see people make their way into the store. So he said, well, I better get in there too. And so they had started to line up just inside the doors, but there was still a barricade before you could get into the store. And so my brother's waiting in line, and he notices the people in front of him have the flyer open, and they're pointing at the same chairs that he's wanting. And as he continues to wait, the people behind him start talking about the same chairs that he's looking at getting. And as they continue to wait, this line now has become a mob as people are pushing up against the gate to be the first ones through. And then nine o'clock comes and they open the barricade and people start running into the store. And my brother says, I'm going to be bigger than them and I'm not running. I am walking. And he says as he's walking and trying to find his way through the maze of Ikea to find where these chairs are, he sees people running, people screaming, where are the chairs? He said one lady was almost on the verge of tears trying to get to the deals. And so my brother found one of the attendants there and said, where do I find these chairs? And all he did was just pointed, probably overwhelmed by the mob coming in. And my brother at this point was starting to get frantic with all of the commotion on and he said, forget it, I'm running. And so he ran with his cart, and he made it to the place where the chairs were stacked, and there were six left, and he grabbed two and put them on his cart, and within 30 seconds, the last four were gone. We're not very good at waiting. What's our danger in this waiting? Our danger in this waiting for things to be fulfilled is that we start to believe that God deprives us or God takes away from us what we think should be ours. And when we do that, it starts to nip at our faith because we see everything that God hasn't yet fulfilled, we see everything that God seems to have taken from us, and then we go, well, God doesn't fulfill his promises. And we let that weigh on us in that time of waiting. So what are we supposed to do during this in-between time of waiting so that that temptation doesn't creep into our life of faith? St. Paul points to it in his letter to the Philippians. He says that we have to determine what is of greatest value, that we're supposed to remember the gift already given. Or if you want to put it simply, it's the counting your blessings. How has God already been present in my life? Not the ways that he's not present in the way that I want him to be present, but how has he already been present to me? What blessings, what gifts has he already given to me? Do I remember them? Do I give thanks for them? Because here's one thing that we don't hear right away in all of our readings today at Mass from Baruch. Baruch is talking about shedding your garment of sorrow and putting on the glory of God. Stop being so sad and remember the glory of God. 
Baruch is writing that while the Israelites are in exile. They're away from home. Most of them are slaves of the Babylonians. And Baruch is saying, stop grieving. The psalm, the Lord has done great things for us. We are filled with joy. That psalm was written while they were in exile. They weren't able to offer sacrifice, the place of worship. And yet that's the psalm that they write. St. Paul's letter to the Philippians, he's talking about how much joy comes to his heart as he's writing this letter to the Philippians and as he thinks of them. St. Paul is writing this letter while imprisoned, and he's writing this letter to the Philippians where a good number of them are actively trying to act against the gospel he's trying to spread, and yet he's filled with joy. We're finally in the gospel. We heard this big list that Luke gives of all those who are in power at the time of the birth of John the Baptist. Why does he point all that out? During the time of Tiberius and Pontius Pilate and Herod and his brother Philip, none of these were good rulers. It was a bad time. It was a time of Roman occupation in Jerusalem And the leaders of the Jews were in cahoots with the Romans. It was a bad time. But in the midst of that comes John the Baptist, proclaiming the good news. See, when we remember the gift already given, when we are able to determine in the midst of the chaos of this life, the good things given, It allows us the faith of continuing to wait and avoiding that temptation of just seeing everything that we don't have or everything that seems to be taken from us. That's where we're at. So that we can see the good work that God has begun in us and that we continue to pray that he will bring it to completion that we can remain faithful in this time of tension, this time of waiting between the gift, the beginning of that gift given, and the completion of that gift in heaven with God.